to this uh, podcast. It's been a minute. It's been quite long. I should say Happy New Year. <laughs> anyway, I hope you have been well, my dear listener. I hope you have been doing great. How is 2022 with you? I hope you're enjoying life. I hope you're doing it well. And at best of it, you're keeping Christ closer to you each and every day. So thrilled! I am so happy to start the year with such a conversation. It's Valentine season. It's the it's the season of love. It's the season whereby you know we it's love, 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 love everywhere. And uh, I have been thinking about young people who are out here and are single in a time as this when everything is being focused on someone being with someone else and enjoying valentine what about us young people and the big question that we are answering today is does the society provide uh, a right environment or the right environment for the young single people to thrive and with me i have very interesting guests one thing i'm very glad about is that they are young people moments of even outpouring their own lives and their own experiences in this journey because we are not superhuman we are not we are not uh, anything that is that you that you cannot identify to and so i am really grateful to present to us uh, pastor isaac and uh, feni atienu they will tell us who they are so welcome to to uh, to listen be very comfortable i think i also give a notice uh warning earlier uh, the podcast today has you will notice that it has a lot of echo there was a problem in the recording and we have really tried to suppress it and uh, and do away with it but just a few a little bit of it that you've experienced here and there please i hope this will not put you off have a wonderful time as you listen to this podcast and may the Lord speak to you. Karim Zan. I think for a start, we can start by introducing ourselves. And I will start with you, Isaac. So who is Isaac? You start with me. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Ada, uh, um, for this opportunity. Um, I'm Isaac Onyango. I serve as a sitam uh, friend, and um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm just ready to share out what we are having for today, so that. Uh, we may help our generation and even the next generation. Thank mm. you. You're welcome. So glad and so happy to have you. Feel comfortable. Fanny. Yes. Yes. Back to you. Who is Fanny? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I am Fanny Ateno Kate. But um, I mostly go by Atieno Ketch. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm trying to get in touch with my African nets. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm born again. I love Jesus. Um, what else? I am a founder of uh, a foundation, a Tino Kids Foundation, uh, where we speak to mentor girls and to bridge the gaps that are there in the um, menstrual health. Uh, so we are basically trying to to support girls and to end uh, period poverty. Mm. And also, I, I'm, a, I'm naturally a humanitarian, if I call it that. I've been serving in the dub and mm. Yes. And I'm happy to be here. All right. This is great. Thank you so much, Femi and Isaac. So today you're having a very interesting discussion. A discussion that moves masses and moves people to do and act in different ways. We're talking about love because it's, it's the season of love. And uh, I have been thinking about it that in as much as we're talking about love and everything has been made love in the society, we are still out here as young people. And the question that we want to answer is, is our society providing the right environment for the young people who are single to thrive, accept their status, and do things that even impact the society despite the fact that they are single? And so uh, to you, Isaac, I think I, I would really love to hear from you your thoughts. Is there something as a fulfilling singlehood in the society that we have today? Is it really existing? And is it possible to be single and chaste in today's society? Uh, thank you again, Eda. But I would say that um, with the society we are in today, it is a difficult thing, but still chastity is possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is due to the aspect that, uh, you know, we have an access to media and the media feeds both the negative and positive without literally receiving anything. So for, as a, for, for you as a Christian or for us as Christians who want to remain chaste, it is still possible, but it takes a deliberate effort. Mm -hmm. And fulfilling singlehood in this generation is both easy and hard, depending on the effort you put in and how far you want to go. And as you remain chased, there is a capacity to just focus on the purpose, the main purpose in life. And as you do that, you can be rooted in the word of God, which will help you. Forward. Forward. And then there and is, then there is a business you want to focus on, if it is an organization you want to build, focus on it with all your might as you do it, depending on what, and also as you just, you know, deliberately walk in the path of poverty, because adverts that we receive online or through media, they don't really give us that chance of um, of, of, of getting to that aspect of only getting 
things. But you know, explicit sexual adverts are all over that would make you think that everybody literally is doing it and it is open for everyone. So if you want to be pure in this society, it takes deliberate effort because from that same social media, it can help you build your purpose, it can help you build what you are building to thrive in it and also get content that you really need for, for your fulfillment of my purpose. Yeah, so that yeah. is what I can share. Mm -hmm. and, and thank you. All right, thank you. On the same note, Feni. Yes. Yeah. Mentioned that you have been in the dub, and yeah. if there's anything yeah. I admire in you is the legacy that you have left in this place. Oh, and wow. I think oh, okay. <laughs> men are most affected when it comes to this issue of chastity and mm -hmm. singlehood life. It, it it seems or it looks like there is something that we are always after. And I have interacted and I'm currently surrounded by a community that says that it is not possible to find a chaste young woman. I'm avoiding the word a virgin young woman because uh, mm. that is as let me talk about chastity. So is it mm -hmm. possible to have babies who are chaste in this society? Um, uh, yes, either. It is very possible to to mm -hmm. find young men and women who are chaste and who are pursuing godliness in this generation. Mm -hmm. And maybe and just to reiterate on what Pastor Isaac has said, mm -hmm. one thing that I've picked from him is being deliberate. Yeah. Because um, in as much as um, we are passionate, you know, we are a passionate um, society, not only society, but a, a passionate uh, group of young people who are pursuing godliness and, you know, we want to do things uh, the right way and all that. We can't wish away the fact that the generation that we live in is a bit messed up. Not even a bit messed up, but really messed up. Because explicities are typically everywhere you turn on, uh, on the media, um, in our places of work. Uh, that's if you are in the marketplace, because you'd be sitting somewhere and the kind of jokes that even people make around you are always sexualized, you know, yeah. and, and it is so sad that it has become such a norm and, and people view it as something that is totally normal. But even with this said, there are people out here, young people who are pursuing godliness, who are pursuing chastity, and um, who are really deliberate about living lives that is the Lord. Mm -hmm. So yes, so it yes, is very possible, is but possible. one has to be very deliberate about what they want and if they really are serious about pursuing chastity. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Pastor Isaac has mentioned something about... Uh, the billboards, the posters, and everything out here, you know, being yes. sexualized. Yes. And you know, especially in this Valentine season, I go through mm. Facebook, mm. WhatsApp, every 
everything is rotating around Valentine. You have seen companies, you know, traveling companies and tour companies just dealing with offers. We have so many memes right now about Valentine's and everything is rotating there. And I am, I'm just wondering, so is the society and the community providing a suitable atmosphere for us young people who are single to thrive? Because in the midst of all these things, there is someone who is out there and they are single with no one. And all these voices are being fed into them. In every social media platform that we mm -hmm. get to, there is just a poster, there's just something that has been said about Valentine. And then they are wondering, what about me? Mm -hmm. So, what we are having around, is it for our young single people to thrive? And if not, what are we supposed to do? Um, I think um, you, with the age of social media, it has become very difficult for, for single young people to thrive. Because, because just like you mentioned, and especially around Valentine's and um, holidays uh, that, you know, touch on love and all that, it is all over. Um, destinations are, you know, maximizing on Valentine's. If you don't have, you know, there's even this song of, you know, Valentine's is coming, where's your boyfriend, where's your girlfriend? And, and they, the society is making it look like being single is the worst thing ever, ever. Um, yeah. especially yeah. around this time. <laughs> so I would say that, so would say that no, the society is really not providing, um, largely not providing a, a conducive environment for young people to thrive. Um, singlehood is somehow viewed as um, a disability. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you can even get to a point of wondering if something is wrong with you if you actually don't have somebody you know, um, uh, if you're not dating somebody, uh, um, especially during this time. Yeah. But then also on the same note, I would say that um, it, uh, it also just narrows down to somebody, an individual, really. Yes, there's the, the role that the society plays, but then also as an individual, um, if you are shaky, and um, you allow all these voices to, you know, to feed into your soul and your mind, and you know, then at the end of the day, it's going to affect you most definitely. So, as an individual, then if you if you are very intentional about, you know, um, building yourself, um, being intentional about. Um, uh, growing in areas that you need to grow in before God brings somebody along your way, then I don't really believe that these things can really, really affect you that much. They might bug you, of course, here and there. We are human. You can't say that, no, I'm not bugged. I don't even care. No. They, 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 they could bug you once in a while. But at the end of the day, being grounded as a person um, and knowing that the seasons um, and knowing that a time will come if you are single that somebody will you know come along and God will bring the right person then uh, at the end of the day you you'll rest in that so so I yeah the society is not allowing um, a conducive environment for young people to thrive but uh, 
we keep going. I know there are people out here who are also very vocal about um, not settling. And even the church is trying to, you know, talk about it more. I wouldn't say that they are really um, doing so much, but I want to discredit them much because there have been some improvements, especially when within the church, uh, within the communities where uh, young people are. Uh, are natural and, and, and told that marriage is not the ultimate or relationships really are not the ultimate goal in life in life and, and so at the end of the day um some people are still doing something and encouraging the single people you know in the society to, to thrive and to enjoy the season they are in um as you know as they wait for the, the other season yes so there's still much that needs to be done um, the society should the society not capitalize, capitalize so much on relationships. relationships. Uh, we need more people to talk about, you know, the joys of being single. More people to talk about, you know, not settling because sometimes you can be even pressured to just settle for anyone just because you want to have somebody. Um, uh, in your uh, corner doing Valentine's uh, or just so that you are able to post somebody on your social media feeds and it's to, to get to know um, let the other people know that you're getting somebody so yeah so yeah, I think that is I, what I care about it okay okay hmm. Pastor Isaac what are your thoughts on the same uh, on uh, my side <clears throat> actually society is not guaranteeing us any good, uh, mm -hmm. but we still have to be determined to create it, create the good. And how do we do this? We are at a point of crossroads, which Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16 says, that this is what the Lord says, stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient parts, ask where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, mm -hmm. considering that one, we are at a point where you have to choose the good uh, or the wrong. But as the society has put us, if we want the right thing to do, the Bible gives us instruction that this path has been judged before. So there are people who are they are ready to help us and guide us. And we can attach that one to mentors. There are some mentors who are really ready to work with us in our singlehood so that we thrive. The other thing is a deliberate effort to make, make it in life. Everyone's soul is burdened with something. And sure. until and, we take it the right way, our souls will our never be blessed. So therefore, so as, we, as we live in this community, we need to know that there is something we need to lay aside so that our souls may find rest with the peace of thriving in our season. Singlehood is very important. And if and you live purposefully and you fulfill what God meant you to fulfill in that season, then you will enjoy even the marriage itself. 
enjoy our time so that at so the end we might find papa and the rest for our soul that is the main thing mm. now um valentine um, society also has given us a concept that it is always selling something and everybody when you are in sales you want to make profits irrespective mm. of how you make it that one that one, you know you, uh, nobody cares anyway as the society um, has it. It. but we have to we find have the right need we have to we walk have the right path and enjoy and the better part of our single world. World. i would mm. not say it, it to that extreme that singlehood is like incapacitating in any way you can look at the positive bit of it and thrive and wait for the right person and thrive with them as the lord leads and guides us so that is my contribution towards this oh great thank you so much i think two things that are coming up are two things that are standing out for me Fanny mentioned something about intentionality in personal growth as a single person. You have to be very intentional about it as an individual. And uh, Isaac, you have mentioned something about determination to create good. In as much mm. as the society is not providing this comfortable environment for us, how determined are we as individuals mm -hmm. to create a different story about it? And mm. you have read this mm. One thing I love about a speaker I had somewhere, he says that the Bible does not give us opinions. It gives mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of all these, we have the scripture, we have the word of God that will give us the truth to walk in, in, in the whole of this subject. So how can young people cultivate biblical values concerning sexual purity? In a time whereby, um, you know, being a single person who is chaste and devoted to God is being seen as weird and out of place. How can young people just cultivate these values concerning sexual purity and be very intentional and be determined to pursue them? Pastor Isaac. Um, determination is key, as you stated. Mm -hmm. And as a young man, there would be a simple advice I would give. You know, the Bible says you flee from the, uh, you know, those aspects that do not give glory to God or flee from all unrighteousness and fight a good fight of faith. Now, to a young man, I would say flee where the Bible instructs you to flee and fight where the Bible instructs you to fight and vice versa. But don't flee where you are needed to fight and don't fight where you are needed to flee. That is also what I would add is, uh, you know, 
in the second Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, it talks about fleeing. And then there is a bit of what he says, along with those who call on the name of the Lord out of our heart. That calls for accountability. Walk with people whom you share the same morals and you can openly share your struggle. There is one thing that also young people are up to, that you know it is my life, it is my life, blah, blah. There is nothing as my life. If you do away with that statement, then you will find it easier for accountability because accountability is meant to hurt and to ask you hard questions. And whenever you are answering them, you are not answering them from feeling attacked or being attacked personally. So it is just putting you at that state of being vulnerable and sharing what you are going through somebody whom you are accountable to. Then another then, thing is to cal cultivate Joseph's factor. Joseph's factor is what I call pleasing God even when the situations do not, you know, support um, that aspect. Whenever, whenever the, lady, the ladies who are ready to give you sex for even for free, you need to defend that factor. Irrespective of what my account, even if it is to run literally naked, run and protect that Jesus. It is very key life. Yeah, so these are the effects that I would uh, encourage us as young people to cultivate as biblical values. As a point of being chaste. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you. We are speaking to young people. We are addressing young people. And one thing I'm so grateful is that even as I host you, I am hosting young people, people who are not married. And so it's an mm. opportunity to just speak in what we experience ourselves because we are not superhumans, we are not any different from the others mm. out there. Mm. And so knowing this in mind and knowing that we are even addressing and speaking and reaching out to people who have done mistakes at one point or the other, there are people who have even engaged in sexual impurity before marriage. And knowing the standard of God that has been laid in the scriptures about uh, sexual purity, is there hope for such people? To you, Feni. Okay, thank you so much. Um, I love that you mentioned that we are young people who are not, you know, supernaturals. And these are struggles that we also, you know, have faced probably. And these are things we continue to face every other day as young people who are not married. And, and so even as we speak and share, the young people out there who are listening, anybody out there who is listening should be able to know that these are things that we ourselves, you know, have dealt with and continue to deal with and can relate to to this. And so just to come back to um, your question, one thing that I want to put out there is, you know, most of the time when we talk about um, 
pursuing chastity, you know, pursuing purity. We mostly people think about the physical aspect of it, but I strongly believe that it is more than just physical because before you go all the way and engage in sex, um, it begins way before that. And so there's the heart aspect, you know, the mind aspect, you know, and the, all these then leads ultimately to, you know, the physical bit of it. And so we should be careful about even, you know, pursuing godliness and pursuing, you know, um, um, uh, purity of the mind, purity of the heart, um, even as pursuing the purity, you know, of the physical. And, 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 just to add yeah. on what Pastor Isaac said before, you know, this part is it is important to immerse ourselves in the world, you know. What are you feeding yourself? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Sometimes we, we, we tend to think that music is not as strong or as powerful, um, but it really is. And even in the, with the society that we live in, sex sells. And that is what wants to, you know, put out there because they want to make profit. That is all they care about. And so, and so let us be careful about what we feed ourselves. What do you feed your uh, your body, your mind, your spirit? Because whatever you water, that is what will, will grow. Yeah, so having put that away, um, we are not supernaturals. And sometimes our human nature overcomes us. Um, and there are people who have probably fallen short and engaged in sexual immorality, but that does not mean that it is the end of the road for for them. Um, whatever aspect of it, maybe you have gone all the way physically, maybe it is an addiction um, that you're dealing with, could be pornography, could be masturbation, um, or you're just um, engaging in sex actively with somebody out there. But then that but is not then, the end of the road because uh, the, the Bible says the Bible, that if we confess our sins, that is in First John 1, 9, um, he's faithful um, enough and willing to give us, you know, a new start and to purify us. And so I, I believe it starts with one being intentional about it. Intentionality and deliberateness is one of the two of the things that are standing out in this conversation. So one has to be very intentional about, you know, turning around and starting over a new life because once we focus, uh, confess our sins and we are um, sure about starting an, um, a new journey, then God is faithful and gracious enough to forgive us. And so there is um, always that uh, aspect of grace and forgiveness for, for even somebody who falls somebody in the sexual scene. So I think it so begins I, with confessing our sins and admitting the weakness that we have or the weakness that one has. If it is um, maybe an addiction, let me give that example. You have to accept that that is a weakness that you have and it does not just stop with confessing um, and, you know, and repenting. You have to actively do something about it. If you want if to confess, want, then, then you know you, you know, still feel the urge to go back to go where back you are. You still feel pushed because the flesh because is not saved. Once had somebody, somebody say, "Yes, we are saved," but the flesh is not saved, and so, and so we have to do something about it. About it. 
And what are you going to do about it? Find the loopholes. What is it that triggers you? What is it that pushes you? Is it a void that you're trying to fill? Is it um, a self-esteem issue? Um, is it um, a childhood trauma that you're dealing with? Uh, what is it that is making you get back to this cycle? And so to break the, that cycle, you need to find out the loophole and and fill that loophole. How do you fill that loophole? Like Pastor Isaac had mentioned, find accountability because accountability is about you know um, taking the part of difficult questions. You need to find somebody you can confide in. You need to find somebody who is going to call you out when you fall. And this is somebody you're sure will not in a way judge you, and I, I'm using and I, the word judge loosely here because most of the time nowadays in our society, guys are misusing it, but then you need to find somebody you can be accountable to, find somebody you can confide in, somebody will be able to walk with you the journey so that you overcome and break um, and break uh, the cycle. So if it is an individual, fine. If it is a community, great. But then find somebody you are accountable to. Um, I remember um, once um, um, a, a very close friend of mine uh, was, um, was uh, not really was, but mentioned something that really stuck by me till today. And she said, Fanny, if you overcome, you know, a struggle, share the joy with you, let us celebrate. If by any case you fall, Call me, call, let us pray about it, let us talk about it. Just call me regardless. And I think sometimes mm -hmm. that is lacking and people are, people don't, I think people we struggle with trusting each other, even in the church, which is very sad, because you will probably share a struggle with somebody and they will share it, um, quote unquote, in a prayer cell, pray for this brother, they're struggling with this and this. And this, at the end of the day, make people, you know, coil away and keep their uh, struggles under wraps, which is very absurd. Uh, but uh, then we, but then we, I know that there are people out there you can still be able to reach out to, you can still be able to work with. So be very intentional about finding such a person or finding a community um, that will be able to to work with you and get involved with godly things. I mean, if you are just going to sit around and watch movies that are explicit or listen to music that is you know sexual over sexualized or sexualized at the end of the day that is where your mind will be and at the end of the day again that is you know the path you will, you will follow so get actively involved in godly things be active in church be active in fellowships you know and it still takes us back to building a, go a godly community around you people will be able to ask hey, Fanny, you, happy? you know uh, it's saturday you are not even um engaged in any godly activity or, or any healthy activity you'll be in your house but if you have people around you like-minded people a community, a community you, then you'll be able to engage um, in uh, things that will be beneficial to you and things that will deter you from um, uh, getting back to a cycle that you are trying to 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 live. And then, mm -hmm. and then, the same way, keep your mind engaged also in 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 things that are godly. You know, um, like in Philippians four. It is a you know a household verse, but it's very very important. Whatever is is true, whatever is noble, whatever is pure, you know, uh, whatever is godly. Let us think about these things. 
feed your mind with things that are, are worthy, you know, read you know, books that are worthy, um, watch um, things that build you and nourish you, you know, um, um, and, and, and I think you'll be able to, to suppress um, uh, things that will be trying to draw you back to, to a scene um, that you are trying to deal with and, and, and get rid of. And yeah, yeah, I think that is, that is what I'm going to say. I'm, so feed, and, and of course, okay. ultimate, ultimately, the word. The word. Mm-hmm. Read the word. Feed yourself. Feed yourself with the word. Pray, Pray, you know, work on your relationship work. with God individually and even in the fellowship that you are you are in or, or one that you intend to join. So, mm-hmm. so feed yourself with the word and nourish your soul, nourish yourself with the word of God. And yes, so there is um, a chance for restoration. We can get back to the path of godliness. We can still pursue God. Um, we can still honor God, even if you have fallen before, because our God is a very gracious God. He's a loving, loving Father. And it all takes for us to be obedient to Him, and He'll walk with us. He'll give us the grace and the strength to pursue godliness. Amen. Yes. Pastor Isaac, is there hope for young people who became parents even before their time, simply because of engaging in sexual impurity? Is there hope for young people out there who are even nursing illnesses and diseases, simply because of the repercussions of sexual impurity? Is there hope for people who are you know, nursing heartbreaks and uh, because of bonds that broke and these people had gone too far. Is there hope for such? People who are even having addictions in just what started like a joke and what was not anticipated in the end. But then we find ourselves hooked in them. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, I, I, I can say there is a lot of hope um, because hope is what keeps us alive. And what Job would say in chapter 14, verse 7, that at least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again, and its new shoots will not fail. Now, about hope, I would like to also look at our society at large. Whatever we have been fed has raised people who are also not very morally upright and due to purity. There are those people who have been raped. It was not their will to be in that situation. There are those also who were just naive and they were trying things. They ended up there. And there are those who also out of ignorance ended up in the same situation. So for the all those groups, there is hope. Whether you are raped, you still have hope. Just find a place to live and pray that the Lord may help you live a life. He wants you to live, and you would also want to live in the even if you are expectant 
or you, you found yourself maybe you engaged in the sexual urge and, and you are now having a sickness and you still wrong. You can mm -hmm. be healed and the Lord can walk you through. And, and if it was just out of something that maybe you are addicted, still there is hope. But one thing that we ought to fight and let it out of life is the point of pride, using the scriptures also as the point of our hiding. You know, you are used to, you, you are maybe addicted to sexual sin, but you come and you pass that no, uh, no one is righteous. Everybody has fallen, fallen of the grace of God. From that point, you won't help. It is an aspect of pride. Because what you are talking about is not what you are living. And if you go further into that, you will be totally lost. But if you come with humility and say, this is where I am at. I am struggling in that point. How can I be helped? you will be helped. You know, one thing that also Jesus states very clearly in the book of John chapter, chapter 8, verse 1 to 11, gives us a story of this woman who is caught, uh, you know, into the earth. And he is taken Jesus Christ and people are ready to stone him. He tells them, if you do not have sin, be the first person to through the stone. Then everybody, one after the other, scatters. But you know, after all, he, uh, this lady remains with Jesus alone, and Jesus asks, has no one condemned you? Then she answers, that no one Then neither do I condemn you. But Jesus says something. Go now and live your life of Seen. That is very important. It is a point of being forgiven, but be deliberate on living or totally shunning the life of life. It is seen. There is nothing like an accident. Eh? Um, there is, I've never heard of any fatal accidents that happened in the life of history. Aeroplane, aeroplane have ever crashed. Vehicles have ever hit one another head on, and there are others that have ruined. I've never heard that in that accident there is this person who just uh, just erected and found somebody's private pattern. They were defined. I've never heard of that. So it is an accident. So if it is something that is an addiction, it is taking Jesus by his word. Going free, yes, but being delivered on living your life. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Wow. Thank you for that. I think it's so profound. And as we come to a close, I would just like to hear from you, Pastor Isaac. What are some of the personal principles and practical guidelines? In as much as we have talked about the scriptures, it would be nice to hear about our practical guidelines. 
So what are some on your side that have helped you to be, to maintain and keep social, uh, sexual integrity and also be faithful to the Lord as an individual? Uh, towards um, that, I want I to want say that, to say that number, one, number one in itself is just living by the word of God. I am mm-hmm. always determined to live by the word of God. And there are some friends who I do not have any like uh, apologies to make because I had to tell them if this is not glorifying God, then I am out of it. That is how we lose friendship and we attain, we know one another from that direction. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing is having an accountability partner. At this point, I have a friend who, when he sees me going towards a direction of not glory to God, he will question me because he does not know me as a partner. We knew one another as friends since. Uh, so many years and we got gone again. So, so those are the things that have really made me to, to stand and I just still pursue the aspect of uh, standing in the hand of God more and more. Now, there is this lady, one time I got in the past she testified openly that she crashed on me. Mm-hmm. And, and she stated she that, stated you know, that you know, Christian friends Christian are really boring, or, or Christian boyfriends, boyfriends to that matter, are really boring. So I was in need of knowing what do you define boring as this? So for her, she told me that, you know, if you are my boyfriend, I expect you to at least be raising me, holding me. You know, packing here and there, just being close is what I would prefer different Open blank. By that time, I told her for sure. If you are thinking of me, I think I'll be really boring. Mm-hmm. And that aspect we parted ways, and she ended up hitting me, and for a period of time. Uh, because that was in second year, in fourth year is when we, after finishing campus, is when we again met. Again. And uh, she, uh, she told me for sure, well, 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 boring. And we both You would have also defiled me in a way. And because it was from the point now that she had internalized and she knew that he this person stands for what uh, he says and, and is believing what he is saying. At the point, also what I call integrity, you know, walking the talk. So, of course, now we are friends because we ended up getting another boyfriend who could do that for her. And we're married anyway now, but I pray that. He will know the Lord and also walk a pure life. And those are the things that have really helped me in my, uh, my, my journey of faith as a believer who have kept himself pure. And also, um, just for those who are dating, 
ensure that uh, maybe you you avoid the secret places that would make you a compromise in your values. Mm -hmm. And also another thing is, if you are dating, you know that this is the person the Lord has blessed you with, and you are satisfied with him. Please, marry. Do not date for too long. That one might be boring also. Thank you. Some of us are feeling attacked on the last statement. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you so much to you okay. as a lady. What are some of these practical guidelines that you have had to keep and maintain? Um, thank you so much, and I think basically, uh, Pastor Isaac has mentioned most of them. Um, but maybe just to um add and reiterate on the same, I would say. Leave out the word leave of God, you know. Mm. Um, yes, pursue God. Live according to the word, um, and then every everything else becomes a bit easier. And then setting boundaries is also very very key. And sometimes um, I've had people tell me even uh, before that, eh, where is the boundary, Zako? Apana, apana overdo. You know, mm -hmm. you know, no, but, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it is very important because once you know what you have your eyes on, you know that you, at the end of it all, you want to honor God. Then sometimes you, you need to, you know, take extreme boundaries, quote unquote, extreme because they're probably not just extreme. Uh, that's extreme, but to somebody out there, they might think it's extreme. So, set boundaries. Um, I for example, I cannot be having a male friend visiting me at it to pick a story. Uh, it's just the two of us, and Pakas Dini Sata to Amanita, Samoda, Amasambilia, you know, no, 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 yeah, unless it is a group of friends. So, some of these boundaries, that is just an example. So, some of these boundaries are very important. So, set them and let the people around you, whether it's friends or colleagues, because not everyone around us is gone again. So, it is important to let everyone around you know that, yes, we are friends, but these are the boundaries I have. So, respect the boundaries um, as respect the boundaries. And then, um, not being not too overconfident um, that, that you, know, you know, I cannot fall. I have been saved for, you know, this, this long time. No, the word of God says, be careful lest you fall. So I think mm -hmm. that is only just at the back of my mind. I am not too strong uh, not to fall. So even as I live out my salvation, as I, you know, as I pursue chastity, I do know that there are certain things I cannot do because this flesh is not born again, you know. So that is very important. And then accountability. I can never say enough of this. Accountability, accountability. Accountability is very important. Have people you are accountable to, even if it is just one person, have that person you are accountable to. So accountability has really helped me this far. I have people who can literally call me and, and, and ask how I have been. What I've been what? watching, at Auliza, hey, kuna movie me trend. Unaiza ko me watch, you know, um, such kind of thing. So have friends you are accountable to. Have friends who can ask difficult questions. 
they can be your they peers, be peers, but it's also very it's important to have people who are older than you, who are even uh, more mature in faith, who are working with you and discipling you and generally just mentoring you. So accountability is also very key. So I think I think two most important things, then boundaries that have worked for me, setting boundaries and um, having accountability partners to, to work with me. Yes. Wow. That's great. Where else would we have uh, gleaned such wisdom from? Very grateful to all of you, and even for what you have shared to the point of personal life examples. And just for a minute, because we are coming to a close because of the time factor, I just want you to give a parting shot for a minute to a message that you have for the young people out there and to everyone else who will listen to this podcast. Isaac. Thank you very much for this uh, opportunity, and to the fellow listeners, what I would say, we are young, we are strong, we can use our strength to help us survive for the daily purposes. I know living a chaste life is, is hard. It seems impossible, but we can do it. The Lord will help us. We do not need to rely on our own strength. As Afeni stated something very key, this body is not born again. So if you are into a relationship, make good boundaries, be accountable, and also just be at the place of just wanting more of God in your life, in your relationship, and even in your future marriage. It will help you a lot, a lot, a lot, so that at least you grow even together and even have something to teach your children. Uh, it is never easy to start from the point of you know we messed up and this happened, blah, blah, to teach children. But when you've lived the standard of God, you've maintained them, they follow. The Bible says, train your child in the way he should go. When he grows older, they will not depart from it. And you know, as a parent, you are like that head of a physical brain. The path you go, this other one will also follow that, and the struggle behind will follow that, and it will be easier to flow. So, flow in that dimension. God bless you. Amen. Fanny. Amen. Yes. Yes. I know you really spearhead single lives matter. What's the party short to the single lives matter? <laughs> okay, I think what I'll say is this. Huh? In as much as we live in a society that uh, glorifies sex, I want to tell a young person out there who's listening, not everyone is doing it. Some of us are very intentional about pursuing um, chastity and we're very intentional about waiting for the wedding night. So you are not strange. You, nothing is wrong with you if you are um, waiting. Keep at it. By the grace of God, you will um, 
will be a role model in this society because we are called to make a difference and, and be the light, you know. So don't let anyone look down on you because you are honoring God. No. Do it proudly. Um, uh, by the grace of God, of course, it is not by your strength, but do it proudly, honor God, pursue purity, pursue chastity, and at the end of it all, all glory will be uh, to God. And if somebody has fallen before, that is not the end of the road for you. Um, our faith is a faith of grace. Of course, you are not taking advantage of the grace um, by always falling and coming back and all that. But if that has been your journey, if you're fallen before, know that we no. have a God of second chances, new chances actually, and he is gracious enough to forgive you and give you the grace to continue honoring him. So honor God with all that you have in your youth, because as young people, we have all the strength and all the time to pursue him and to honor him. And even as you are, you know, single and in the single the season of singlehood, pursue God. Do things that you love. Travel if you, you know, if you can travel. Um, volunteer. Give yourself to service. Um, find new hobbies. Just try and thrive in your singlehood in this season because it is very important. And at the end of the day, you know, happy you, happy God. So may the Lord bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much uh, for just taking your time and to be with us today and even share everything that you have shared. I believe this is going a long way to impact the lives of young people out there and even to bring a transformation to the society and raise an army that is going to unapologetically stand for the values of the kingdom of God even as we seek to raise godly offspring when the time for marriage comes. And so as we bring all this to a close, I would like to ask you, Pastor Isaac, to pray for uh, pray with us. Pray even for all the young people who are out there, the different people who will listen to this podcast, and they are having different struggles in this area. Pray for them that the grace of God will enable them to overcome and even live a life worthy of the calling and the manner to which you have been called to walk in. So please, Pastor Isaac, pray for us. All right. Let's just pray. pray. Our Father, Father, God, we thank you. We bless you this day for allowing us to have an opportunity to share about chastity. In this generation, O oh God Almighty, you knew even before the creation of the earth that, Lord, we shall exist in such a time as this. Therefore, we depend on you to help us and guide us through it all. When the society wants to believe that God, nobody in this generation can be pure, we want to just rely on your grace that you may that help us live like Joseph, like, like the Daniels of the time, and Lord, make us be a representation of you. Fill us with Fill your Holy Spirit, and let your and power propel us into doing good, into yearning to grow in you, to fulfill our purposes in life. Lord, I pray for that individual whose heart is still heavy, Maybe they indulge in sin. It was out, out of their own volition. 
Maybe they Maybe. were raped and they feel and like they only saw in their heart. In their heart. To pray that let your forgiveness be upon the, these people's lives. And I pray and that, that Lord, you may also make their heart just forgive those people who wrong them. To be at the state of knowing you more and also connecting with you, O oh Lord. I pray also for those who have messed up out of naivety. God, may you help them. And I pray, and my I God, pray. that an individual and who is struggling with addiction of pornography, illicit movies, or even or things even that he watches online, Lord, I Lord, pray for your grace be upon their life, that they that will fight and battle this giant, giant in the ways that will glorify you, that they will have they, a story to tell. That I was in this, and behold, the Lord walked me out of it. Thank you, Lord, for enabling us just to connect this day. Let your blessings flow even through this podcast. And whosoever listens to it, God, let their souls find rest. Let them be blessed. Let them be lifted to another grace or another level. We thank you, Lord, for what you've, we've shared together. Let it impart life. So be lifted up and be exalted in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much uh, for making it. I am grateful. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so thank you also for having us. May the Lord bless what you are doing. God bless you. Amen. 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 Hi, Kwaheri. Okay, bye.